Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trinity Group. And welcome to Monday. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Uh, we, we, uh, we were celebrating birthdays this weekend. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's my birthday today, so happy birthday to me. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, uh, Shastin, she, she turned 30 this year. Uh, we've always had birthdays close together, uh, so, so we, uh, we celebrated that with her. You know, that's a big deal. And it's so funny. So all of her friends are there, and we're talking, and, and a lot of these girls I've known for a long time. And it's just interesting how things have changed. They're kind of, they're all, you know, right around that 30 age now, these, all, the, all the girls there. And by and large, with the exception of one, none of them are married. None of them own a home. None of them have kids. And, and I was just like, I've known your parents for, by 30, all, we, we, had, we had kids, we owned homes. I mean, we had, we had all this stuff. I said, I, it's like we, we've, we've taken 10 years. Well, wait, you know, like they're, well, they're out like when we were 20. You know, they're hanging out, they live together, they're roommates, they party, they do that. Okay, yeah, that was like 20. You know, 30, you used to, you know, okay, it's time to grow up now type thing. And, and I said, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe the new 30 is going to be 40. Like what, where you were at in your life uh, when I was growing up at 30, maybe it's going to be till 40. It, it's, uh, it's really interesting. And I get it, too, because it's so expensive. And, 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 you know, they have all the same problems uh, everybody's talked about. You know, well, you know, I, I've got student debt and, 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 and rent is so much and this and that. And, and uh, a lot of them are like, and plus uh, all the men are just playing video games. You know, I mean, that thing. I don't know. But we had a lot of fun anyway. I don't mean to bum her all out. Happy birthday, Shastin. And uh, it was always great because it's always fun for us parents to get together as well. Uh, having said all that, don't forget your CBD products. I was on the golf course again on Sunday, and I will say this uh, for a little tip for anybody heading to the course in Arizona. Been a lot of rain. Bring the bug spray. That's all I'm going to say. Bring the bug spray. The little mosquitoes, the little gnats, especially if you're in the rough. You know, if you're a guy that doesn't stay on the fairway. Uh, yeah, bring some bug spray or you're going to get eaten up alive out there. Uh, but get those CBD products. Uh, I will say, you know, even my friends are like, what the heck is going on with you? I am driving the ball like never before. I'm 51 years old, and I am just crushing it. And it's going right where, I mean, right down the middle. You know, we're, we're, we're those types of golfers, hey, you know, uh, country club rules. So country club rules. First tee box. If your first drive's crappy, right, we'll let you hit another one. Because you know you want to you want to start the round. You want to feel good about it, right? So that's a, that's what we call country club rules. I, I play with a couple of other guys that hey, you get two mulligans. We only can use uh, one on the front, and then one on the back. But if you didn't use your one on the front, you could use two on the back. Kind of, you know, where no mulligans, and you only can use it on your tee shot. No mulligans. The problem is, 
I putt like Helen Keller. Uh, it was an absolute train wreck, but uh, that's okay. I'd rather, you know, hit the ball really hard and, and straight and, and then be a good putter, right, uh, and spray the ball all over the place. But uh, And I can't hit an iron either. So there you go. There's my story. But I guess the point is, though, I've been taking the CBD for a while. You know that. But my, my turn is better. And I'm a big guy. Turning this big hunk of mass uh, into a golf shot takes a lot. Uh, and, and it's just uh, my knee. I used to have to play with my knee brace on because I just couldn't do it. Don't play with my knee brace on anymore. I used to have my friends. This true story. When I when on my putts, when I finally put it into the hole, they would have to get the ball out. Because it just hurt my knee too much to bend over to pick the ball up. I pick my own ball up now. Get that CBD products. And it's and I'm not taking you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 Advil uh, every day. So there you have it. But uh, anyhow, what are we going to do? Oh, when we get back, the fall of Afghanistan. Wow. I mean, what did it take? I mean... I thought as the, you know, what for about a week now, the Taliban was taking this city and that city, blah, 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 cities you'd never heard of. But then, then they took Kandahar, and you're like, uh-oh. And then I thought, okay, well, there's going to be a big fight. This is what I was thinking. Okay, you know, uh, the Afghans, they're just going to they're gonna fight for Kabul. Yeah, uh, the president got on a plane with uh, every dollar he could stuff into his luggage, left town. Uh, in one week, two point over two trillion dollars went to waste in Afghanistan, and uh, the president is going to speak about it this afternoon. I wanted because I've been wondering where he's been. So uh, this ought to be interesting. They probably needed a few days, right, to to teach them what to say. You know, here's going to be the questions, and and you're going to call on this reporter, and here's her picture, and this reporter, and here's his picture. Here's the questions they're going to ask, and this is what you're going to say. But he'll be out this afternoon uh, making some speech there. And and I just think about my brother. You know, my brother, a retired colonel, was in Afghanistan. The scaredest he's ever been in his life was the year he spent there. All for one, right? Thanks to Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, how bad is it? You know, when you think about all of the money that's created, it isn't really helping. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, has the $30 trillion, and really we're almost $40 because you got to count the Fed's balance sheet. We're almost at $40 trillion, and that's just at a national level of debt. So 50 years ago, I mean, almost to the day, it's like 50 years and 10 days ago, something like that, when we went off the gold standard, the total debt added all up $400 billion. Over the weekend, the, the, the Biden administration announced they're going to increase food stamp benefits by 25%. 
the largest increase like ever, right? I mean, and of course, what do they know? I mean, already they know that food keeps costing more and more and more, but uh, a lot of people that I talked to in the industry said that the last quarter of this year, get ready for big jumps in food prices again on top of what we've already seen. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to increase the benefit by 25%. This is a permanent increase. This isn't a, a temporary measure of permanent increase. They're calling it a game-changing moment. Uh, enormous potential to reduce and potentially eliminate child hunger and poverty in this country, right? This is what they say. But when you created the food stamps in the 60s, isn't that what you said then? You know, when this, when this program first started, there was only 2 million people on it. Go back 50 years ago. Actually, food stamps, I want to say, was 1968. But in 1971, there were a little over 2 million people on food stamps in this country. Right now, they don't know exactly how many are on it. But on the main food stamp program, which they now refer to as SNAP, they say there's over 42 million. Think about think about what all this debt has really gotten us. Right? We the the uh, there's an increase of forty million. Here's the problem: the population has grown by about a hundred million people. So forty percent of the people that that is uh, have come into the country have come into to be uh, on the on the payroll. Of, of food stamps. You know, when, when in 1971, less than 1% of the population was on food stamps. Now, they don't know exactly how many because there's also emergency programs. By the way, those have been extended as well. So let, let's just call it 50 million because I, I, I don't have enough time to, to try to figure out exactly what it is. But, you know, there's 50 million on food stamps. There's 330 million people. We're up to 15% of the population on food stamps. From less than 1 to 15. Now, when they talked about why they did it, obviously they talked about uh, problems at the food banks. The food banks are out of food. Uh, problems with the fact that, hey, the cost have caught, co- you know, everything costs too much. And then they started talking about the last two decades and really uh, they're being kind because it's it's been longer than that anti-hunger experts have long argued that the thrifty food plans metrics and by the way the thrifty food plan is what the government uses to calculate how much food stamps you should get right how much the benefit should be this is what they've increased by 25 percent Uh, over the weekend. They said the metrics are out of date with the economic realities most struggling households face. 
They said the plan, which was formulated in the 60s, right under Lyndon Johnson, was designed when many American families still only had one working parent, allowing the other parent more time for labor-intensive but cheap cooking from scratch. Okay. Now, let's just take that at face value. You know, your model's broken because only one parent worked then. So what you're telling me is, in order to make it in America, we now need both parents working. And the problem with both parents working is it means that the cost of food's got to go up because mom or dad just simply doesn't have the, enough time to make a meal from scratch. I get that logic. I absolutely do. But shouldn't it be the other way around? Hey, if we've got both parents working, shouldn't the, the amount of people going on food stamps be falling? So we're actually going the other way. And this is, this is the trap we're in. Nobody wants to talk about it. Right? And, Matt, you know, remember back when we were younger, the food stamps came in that little booklet, you know? But that was, uh, you know, demoralizing. Now, now it's just a debit card, which is great. You know, you don't even really know. If, if uh, somebody's on food stamps or not. And it gives you that illusion. And here's the problem with that. The problem with that is most of us don't realize how many people are on it. I mean, we're talking about one out of every six people. Go to the grocery store. Let's just say... There's 100 people in the store buying stuff. 15 of them are going to be using an EBT card. But since you don't see it, you don't realize it's happening. And they said that over the past two decades, more working families are made up of two wage earners or a single parent, leaving them less time. This is the official release. Less times for soaking beans or simmering stews. I, I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I hate to say my kids didn't grow up this way, but I grew up, my beans came in a can, you know, right? The 2018 Farm Bill Mandate, a re-examination of the program's math, apparently... Uh, one plus one wasn't equaling two. And in January, an executive order by the Biden administration asked to revise the the thrifty food plan to better reflect the modern cost of a healthy-based diet. And the answer they came up with, 25% increase. Now, what about everybody else? What about everybody else? Do they get an increase in their pay to reflect this? No. They're saying that they're predicting, 
This is the Biden administration now. 50 million people, including 17 million children, would be considered food insecure by 2020. By the end of 2020, anyway. So that's the number uh, that they're going off of right now. Uh, the Department of Agriculture is owning up to that there was 42 million people on the plan, uh, on, on the main plan, did not release any numbers on the emergency plan, but my guess is there's probably another 10 million, probably, probably a little over 50 million. Uh, by the way, the average benefit per person is going to be now $157 a month, and let's just use the $50 million. Uh, that's going to be, what is that? $7.8 billion, something like that. That's a lot of money. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money uh, being spent on food stamps. I think the Department of Agriculture, the whole budget for all their different uh, giveaways is now approaching uh, over a hundred billion dollars. So uh, there you have it. And again, what do they? What is facing us uh, this winter? Because everything I've seen. How about this one? And this is what I'm talking about: wheat supplies uh, are shrinking, and they say bad news for uh, bread crisis. Uh, the EU, Russia, uh, the largest suppliers of wheat in the world. Uh, we're actually only third, and Ukraine's right on our heels uh, as well. But they're saying that crop losses uh, in two of the world's largest and biggest wheat exporters and quality concerns in a third of the heavily populated wheat areas, I guess we're in that category, uh, drought heat continued to fry Canada's wheat uh, in July. Russian wheat crops as well. Wheat futures in the U.S. surged uh, this week. U.S. Department of Agriculture slashing its uh, forecasts, saying that Canadian, Russian, and U.S. crops are sure consumers are going to see high. No question about it. Uh, when not to be outdone. And this is all just today. Thanksgiving turkeys. Apparently, uh, to be in short supply. Meat producers, distributors, sounding the alarm over a turkey shortage. There's like shortages in everything anymore. And other food retailers are now scrambling to get ready uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, and all this stuff has to be ordered way ahead of time. The short, the shortfall, though, here's is only going to affect or affect fresh turkeys and birds under sixteen pounds to be the most popular, right? I mean, that's a lot of turkey. Extra large frozen birds, though, there'll be plenty of those. Yeah. So, unfortunately, because of COVID, you're probably people to your house to eat one of these extra large turkeys. Uh, 
is this right? To properly defrost a 20-pound bird, it can take up to six. Not in Arizona, but may, I guess maybe someplace where uh, it's 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 cold. I don't know that I would trust. Them. How long? Your garage? Oh, don't worry. It's only been out there for five days. It'll be fine. I don't know. Get ready. Uh, gold, by the way, gold's up ten again. Uh, the rally here continuing. Uh, Seventeen eighty-five. Silver uh, unchained was down as the New York Fed, or uh, I'm sorry, the New York Manufacturing Survey, big tumble, uh, lost almost over half of where it was. Uh, so it looked thing that that people are starting to talk about. You know, we had that big jobs number and all of that. Then J.P. Morgan said, hey. Next month's jobs number is going to be a stinker. And now we're starting to see all of these parts of the economy saying the same thing. By the way, the manufacturing index said inflation is out of control. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, looks like uh, the president is ordering... 7,000 U.S. troops to protect the airport. Uh, apparently that is the the last thing standing as they're trying to... And again, it just shows what a mess this is. Can't even... Uh, all of our people should have been out there or out of there already. Uh, but again, I'm sure we're going to hear the president uh, who's going to be speaking... Uh, this afternoon, I want to say around 3.30 Eastern time, uh, is going to somehow, I'm sure he'll blame this on Donald Trump as well. Uh, unconfirmed, cor- uh, unconfirmed sources saying that the Islamic State, remember those guys uh, in Iraq, uh, attempted to attack an oil field in Kirkuk. Uh, there was an explosion. They're saying right now uh, no damage has been done. And then OPEC, as you remember, uh, President Biden was asking OPEC to pr- uh, produce more oil. OPEC answered today, uh, no thanks, was their answer. Is anybody surprised? Again, listen, we've got a weak president. Whether you like it or not, and the rest of the world knows it, look how quickly Afghanistan went. Now, I don't want to create an illusion that that had Donald Trump been president, that the Taliban uh, wouldn't have been making uh, inroads. Because I think they would have. Absolutely. But there's no doubt in my mind that the Afghans that were, you know, being trained, that we spent all this money for, uh, realized, hey, we're not fighting for this guy. This guy's, uh, for, for Biden, this guy's weak. We're out of here. They packed up camp, left town. They didn't even fire a shot and took the capital without firing a single round. And I just show it's just a reflection of, of how weak the president is. OPEC. Nah. We're fine. You go, go back to, uh, you know, trying to remember what our names are, and we'll get back to you later. We're not going to be pumping any oil uh, anytime soon. It'll be interesting to see 
if these attacks in Iraq pick up? Is this an isolated event, or or, or is Islamic State in Iraq going to make a comeback here? Uh, that that would be the worst possible timing. You know, when you think about uh, oil prices, you know they 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 got to about eighty dollars, fell to about seventy dollars. Uh, but it would be very, very, very interesting to see how how and where oil prices would go uh, if that happens. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is. This is what happens when you have weak leadership. Look at the dollar. We've got a weak Federal Reserve. The dollar can't go anywhere. And now we've got roaring inflation. Where we, we've got... Upwards of 50 million plus people getting food stamp benefits. And here's the thing. We got both parents working. Where do we go? Right. What, what, what is the next generation going to be? Because you got to remember, listen, both parents started working in like the 90s. Or maybe even the 80s. What's the next one going to be? Well, mom, dad, and the two teenage kids are all needing to work now and get food stamp benefits just to make it happen. And this is the problem. This is the cycle we're in. There's no denying it. I mean, I guess you could deny it if you didn't talk about it. Right? You're telling me that the stock market is creating wealth for the majority of Americans? It's not. Of course, it was never meant to do that. I saw a sign yesterday. My wife and I, we were, we were uh, in Mesa yesterday. And we were driving down, and there was a Chick-fil-A. And it had a marquee, this particular Chick-fil-A had a marquee you know normally that they'll they'll advertise you know whatever the special you know the chick-fil-a sandwich or the chicken nuggets or whatever it may be now hiring 16 dollars an hour remember i told you about the side i gotta have to drive by uh the uh what is it, Panda Express? Remember they had the sign I was telling you about that they could change the price? Yeah, thirteen seventy-five to fourteen fifty. That's not getting it done. And I bring this up because this is everywhere. This is everywhere. The the, the worker shortage. Uh, people aren't going to. And and it's simple. There's no point for them to work for ten dollars an hour. Or $12 an hour. Doesn't buy anything. Listen, at a certain point, you're like, well, what am I going to buy with that? You're going to have to pay what's needed to be paid. And the problem is what needs to be paid is $25 to $30 an hour. That's just what needs to be paid to keep everybody off of food stamps. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, uh, they can continue to pretend, but believe me, this thing is coming to an end. We've got a lot of things uh, on the horizon in food prices. We've got a lot of things. Today, I've been talking about it for how long? 
The announcement is supposed to come today. Water cutbacks coming to the west. Uh, Arizona, like, I, and I've already said this, we're going to lose 25% of our Colorado River water. Uh, that's just under 10%. We're going to have 10% less water next year. Uh, the way this is going to play out in Arizona is very simple. Farmers, ranchers, that's where the water is going to come from. And uh, the one place Yuma is going to keep its water, by and large, is what I'm being told. Every other farmer and rancher in the state, get ready. A lot what less water coming your way. And again, this is, this is a snowball effect on, on everything that we're facing. And, and it just makes matters that much worse. And I think this, this increase in the food stamp price, I mean, it wasn't 5%. Six, seven, ten. I know. Let's go crazy. Fifteen percent. Remember, Nancy Pelosi increased the pay for all of her staffers. Fifteen percent. Must be nice. No, it's twenty-five percent. I hope you got your financial house in order. Listen, this is all planned. Well, it's an orchestrated event. The bubble. Adverse cycle is upon us. This is the biggest one yet. And when this one goes, I think we'll get to the new digital dollar. Have that gold put away before it does. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back right after the break. 800 It's the, the worst fear. Right? The central bankers' worst fear. The economy is slowing, and inflation is still roaring. Uh, the New York Empire Index, just complete collapse uh, in one single month uh, as uh, the, the index went from 43 to 18. Uh, big drop down. The only reason it was that high, everyone complained about prices. Everyone complained about prices. Uh, listen, today is the last day. Gold's up 10 and rising here. 1785. Today is the last day U.S. $20 liberties at 2050. Just to let you know, if prices tomorrow are unchanged, it's going to be a $25 increase. If prices are higher tomorrow, it's going to be more than that. Uh, so, U.S. $20 gold pieces at 2050. 50 last day Indians you know Friday we did the big Indians uh, sale Indian prices jumped between 10 and 20 dollars again today uh, if you want to take uh, a shot at some Indians I've got 15 one five 15 ten dollar Indians so remember uh, Friday we ran the five dollar Indian, which was the male Indian in the headset. The ten, or yeah, the ten dollar Indian is the Lady Liberty in an Indian headset. Uh, th- those are at eleven hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, I have fifteen of those. I actually bought those on Friday. The price tomorrow you're going to see is going to be at least eleven ninety five. If not higher, that's how hot the Indian market is. So you got two different opportunities here in the gold market. $20 Liberties last day at 2050 And then the $10 Indian 
but I only have 15 of those at $1,175 at 800-951-0592. The Dow is down a little bit. It's off of its lows. Uh, The S&P and the NASDAQ are lower as well. Uh, The 10-year note, 125, which is just amazing. Uh, The 10-year note falling again today, uh, even with all of the uh, inflationary economic data. And that's because all this money that they've created, trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of it, they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. They're all saying this is crazy. They all, everyone, this is a bubble. When's it going to burst? We don't know. I don't know what to do. And and now all of a sudden you can't even think about this. The Biden administration pretty much said food inflation is 25%. I mean, that's what they said today. It's not like this formula. They didn't have this formula every year. They did. 25% increase. In food stamps. And a 10-year note yields 1.25. That's like a 23.75% loss on food inflation. Now, of course, they don't say that's what food inflation is. What are they? I think the Federal Reserve saying food inflation is like 4.5%. Something ridiculous like that. I don't know where they shop. I want to know. I wish they would do that. Hey, by the way, food inflation is only 4.5% because we shopped here. Right? So everyone would tell us. Tell us where this exists. How about rents? Show us one place where, where housing, either the price of the home or the price of the rent, has only gone up 2.5%. Show us where that exists. That'll be the biggest boom place in America. Show us where that exists. And this is really the problem. The the actual losses and uh, putting your money into the bond market, it's nuts. And again, I, I, every day we talk about, Jason and I talk about it all the time, who would leave their money in the bank right now? Why? They don't pay you anything. And, and at best case scenario... Best case, if you knew where all these Fed places were, if you knew where the Fed was buying their food and, and paying their rent at, if you if you did and you could be there, you're only losing five percent on your money. Isn't that wonderful? Of course, where do they want you to be? Put it in the stock market. Put it in cryptocurrencies. Put it in all these risky places. And don't worry, when you get wiped out at the next bus, you'll just be like everybody else. And we're slowly just turning into this, this, this nation where nobody knows anything. I mean, how many more people are going to be reliant on the government now? I mean, think about this 25% increase in food stamps. How many workers out there are like, hmm, wait a minute, I'm one shift away from being on food stamps. Yeah, I think it's time to, to get rid of that shit, right? I mean, it may, if they know how to do math, right? If they know how to do math. I mean, what are we talking about here? Already, they already gave everyone with kids 
$250 to $300 more a month. And now they're sitting there saying, hey, here's another 25% in food stamp benefits. How expensive is it really to be uh, born and raised in this country? Can you imagine 30, you're making $35,000? I mean, you'd never be able to save a single dollar. Crazy. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up on a Monday. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Again, the uh, two items today: twenty dollars liberties at two thousand seventy or two thousand fifty. Tomorrow, if gold is where it is, right on gold seventeen eighty six. If it's where it's at tomorrow, it would be two thousand seventy five. If gold continues to rally, it's going to be higher than that. Uh, and then the fifteen. $10 Indians at $1,175. I would not be shocked uh, to see $1,200 plus tomorrow. There's a big, big move uh, in the Indian market. We, talk, we talked about that a lot on Friday, and I, I expect that to continue right now. I think we're going to see a big, big push forward. You know, we saw this same thing happen it's weird how similar things happen. You know, when gold hit the all-time high, you know, out near the financial crisis, it pulled back. And then the Indians did this big, huge rally. And then, of course, gold exploded. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we went to 2100. It pulled back. Right Now the Indians are rallying. Are we going to get this explosion? And my guess is, yeah, we're definitely going to get an explosion higher. No doubt. They've just created way too much money, and they don't care. They just keep printing it. I had no idea you could increase food stamps 25% through executive order, yet there it is. There it is. Again, where does all the money come from? Oh, we can't do this to our our children and our grandchildren. Nobody talks about a balanced budget. I mean, think about it. Right now, we're trying to hopefully maybe, hey, maybe the debt will only be another $3 trillion this year. I mean, that's, that's, that's our big rallying cry. By the way, if the stock market is flat in 2022, I'm not even saying down, just flat, going to be a big, big hit to, to the taxes collected uh, and we could really set ourselves up again. And, and again, now they're only going to admit to the three trillion number. We know it's almost what about four and a half, five trillion uh, being really added to the deficits. And think about Social Security. Six point six percent is the projection right now on the increase in Social Security payment. <laughs> Yes, no, we're going to go buy U.S. debt for 1%. Come on. That dog doesn't hunt. That doesn't hunt. And you know what's happening. We're all being set up here. The cheerleading stations, all that, they're not going to tell you that. That's why you tune in right here. Be ready for what's happening. 800-951-0592. An ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. Your wife's been alive. If you want to do it in silver, it's 65. 65 ounces a year. So, you, so I'll leave the math to you here. Gold 1786. 
Silver's 23.80. The Dow's only down 18. The Dow was down 200 early this morning on the really bad news on the New York manu- or, uh, yeah, the New York uh, Manufacturing Index. Uh, but it's only down 15 right now. The S&P's down 10. The NASDAQ's down 100-plus points. Uh, the funny part is crude oil's down today, uh, mostly because of the New York manufacturing number. But this is after OPEC says, no, we're, we're not pumping any more oil. And it looks like an unsuccessful, at least, attack by Islamic State in the Kirkuk oil fields today. So uh, there you have it, Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. I'll be back tomorrow.